Welcome to a Life of Choice podcast, the podcast that helps you shift and broaden your perspective to get more out of life. I'm your host, Robin McCaig, so let's get started. Welcome back. This week I've been thinking about clutter and declutter, and I don't know about you, sometimes when we have a place where we don't have to think about someone coming over, then we can have the clutter pile up. And that's what I found for myself at the beginning of COVID. It was like, oh, I'll just leave that pile of books here or there. And my dining room table was filling up with stuff and my side table in the living room. And with these different things that I had the intention of getting to and wasn't necessarily getting to them. So things were stacking up and not being concerned about anyone coming over, it just made it that much easier to do that. And then I started thinking about when I'd done a really big declutter a few years ago when I left the corporate work. And that first year or so was kind of just relaxing from over 30 years working corporately before I started my own business. And one of the things I did was do some renovations. So I redid flooring and had painting and all these different things done. And my den is a second bedroom and the closet was just full of stuff. I'd been in my apartment about 20 years then. So not only did I bring things from other places, but I was settled in one place. So didn't really have to think about packing it up again and just kind of let things accumulate. So I did go through a lot of things. I went through things like old media, records, cassettes, VHS videos. Some of it was related to coursework and deciding what to do. Do I want to convert it? I bought a little converter thing that you could put to the computer if I wanted to keep things and spent time figuring out what is left that is valuable, whether to me or to someone else, checking things out like records on eBay or Craigslist or different collector sites to see whether it was worthwhile to sell them or just give them away. And I end up making what $400 by taking records and an old turntable and an amp to one of the local record stores that has new and old things in it. And it was kind of fun because I had stuff back from the 60s and 70s, some really good records, and he was impressed on how good they looked for the years, though some of them like Rolling Stones and different things that had been listened to a lot, certainly weren't 100%, but still in really good shape. So it was kind of fun talking to people and going through this process, and then also going through the process of letting go from a sentimental point of view. So one of the things that I had collected was collector plates. So I had two series through normal Norman Rockwell, and one was the Rediscovered Women series. And what would happen is I would have a frame and then put the plate inside the frame and then it would be on my wall as decoration. And this is something that people used to collect. And that went out of favor, just like any trend. 
but I thought they were valuable and I held on to them a bit too long. And then by the time I had let go of them emotionally and knew that I could keep that feeling for myself without these reminders of family and connection, they weren't worth anything. They were basically being sold for nothing. And so I ended up donating them to a local thrift shop and the money comes to our local hospital so it was a really good way to let go of it and feel content and be able to begin to feel more space in my place. And that's the thing with clutter and decluttering. There are energetics around everything that we do. Everything is energy. And so clutter has effects on all parts of us, mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual. So for example, with Feng Shui, there's lots of different theories and ways of looking at clutter. And in whatever system you look at, there is always that feeling and talk about chaos, overwhelm when we have clutter. Mind likes organization. And when we can have that spaciousness, when we can have that clear space, then we're not having that in the back of our mind with thinking, I need to do this, or where is that? And it can be very emotionally draining, as well as mentally. Because when you're looking for something, and I know that there's all those sayings about a messy desk, and I am one of those people where I do have different piles, and most of the time I do know where things are. It doesn't look maybe the same way, organized the same way someone else would, but I have basically my own organizational system. So that can be very personal. The one that is mainly focused on is the physical. And it is true. It's if you want something new in your life, you have to leave the space in order to have it be available to bring in something new. So it's like that in relationships and all sorts of things. So if my schedule is fully booked, how do I have space to bring in anything new? How do I bring in new clients? How do I bring in new friends? Whatever it is for you. So there's a place of reviewing on an ongoing basis. What is the clutter that you're feeling? From a spiritual perspective, is there something that you're reaching for and you're doing a lot of different things with different practices? There's so many different theories and ways of looking at spirituality. Are you spending, you know, too long in the morning? Are you spending an hour or more just on that because you have built up so many practices and it's a type of clutter in itself. So what do we need to get started in the day? Yes, we do need practices. We do need to connect to our spirit and have some practices during the day where we do connect. That can be as simple as some deep breathing exercises where you reconnect to yourself, mind, mind body, and spirit, for example. And it's so easy to get carried away, especially in times where we're spending more time at home and more things are available to us. 
So it's kind of interesting because I remember when I did that decluttering, how much better I felt. There was still a lot to do and it took me actually probably a good year and a half to go through everything. And one of the big pieces I did, which was a big emotional piece, was around photo albums. And I love to take pictures and I was late getting to digital. So a lot of the travel have full photo albums I also had a lot of duplicates. When I used to get pictures printed, they always had get another set for a dollar. And so I would give photos away to family. Or if I did a trip, another set would go to maybe someone who was on the trip with me. And I actually got rid of probably four or five photo albums by going through and seeing how many similar pictures of one specific event, for example, I had. The big trips, of course, I kept all of those photos, but there was a lot just of gatherings and different things that I held on to emotionally that made me feel better to have some kind of, it was like having something tangible from that experience that I could connect to. And then I could release it. It's like, I don't need that anymore. I feel comfortable enough in myself and how I can take care of myself that I don't need that many reminders. And how often do I actually look at these photos? Yes, I want to keep some, but it was really interesting to go through and then just take out some pictures and get rid of others and just really pare that down. And I know one of the things for me through COVID has been more awareness of what am I bringing into my home? Do I really want to bring it in and be responsible for this item? Is it something that I need on a short-term or long-term basis? What can I continue to let go of? And our body changes over time. And I actually have a friend who does a closet redo and helps you look at, you know, your style and what you wear and how you put it together and all of that. And so we spent quite a few hours actually going through my closet. I still have a pile to send to consignment and I got rid of other things. And it just felt really good to see that, you know, other people can use this. I'm not using it. It doesn't fit properly. Do I really want to have it tailored? Is it worth it? And then make those decisions from more of an empowerment place rather than feeling like I have to do this. And that feeling of having space in the drawer, in the closet, closing the drawers, that felt really good. And it's like, I want to keep that sense of order. And it just helps our brain relax and allows that space. If you talk to people who deal with relationships, often they'll talk about this space. So if you want someone in your life, what does your bedroom look like? Is there a space for someone else? Is there a drawer? Is there room in the closet? Is there a nightstand on the other side of the bed for that person? Like how inviting would it be to have someone sharing that space with you? So many times our thoughts or our words say something that we want, but then our actions don't support it. And I feel like this is the same with clutter, which again is energy. So it's like, yes, I want these things. And at the same time, 
I'm just putting myself in this chaos on a continuous basis. And there's lots of theories too around making your bed. And it's similar. If I'm starting the day off being organized, making my bed, having it look organized, and I'm walking away and I'm not thinking about it, that gives me more brain power, more energy, more whatever I need to focus on other things during my day. It's the same with the dirty dishes in the sink or not putting things away. So really it's about finding some organization, not being so strict about it, but at the same time, maybe setting time aside each day to do a little bit and really see how that feels. That intentionality around, I'm doing this for a purpose. So it was interesting to me because I'd been thinking about my closet in here in the den and when I get out my suitcase, it's at the back and it's difficult to get to and I have to wade through things and move boxes and it's really not very efficient. So I had a trip to Whistler, so I got the suitcase out and I kept looking at the closet thinking, it's going to take too long to do it. Once I start, I have to move everything out. So we're in more chaos while we're in the process. But again, thinking about what is the end product? What is the end that I want to see? I want to have that feeling of peace and calm. So it was great. I had my trip to Whistler and then it was, no, I need to do this before putting that suitcase back in that closet I need to bring everything out, see what's there, what can I get rid of, what can I consolidate, what can I put down in my locker if there's some space for some boxes maybe. And what was really interesting was I'd been missing a jacket that I really wanted to wear in the summer and couldn't find it. And there it was on the floor, it had fallen off the hanger. And if I'd done it sooner, (laughs) I would have had the jacket to wear that I was looking for. And now the season's gone and it's waiting there for next year. And sometimes we can find gems that we've forgotten about. I'd been looking for a diffuser. And in my mind's eye, it was bigger than I thought it was. So there was a box with a vase that I'd put away during renovations and hadn't reopened. And there it was. And I also then looked at what things can I get rid of. It felt really good. I sold some things on Craigslist. I had a dehydrator that I hadn't even brought out of the box. I hadn't realized how big it would be and how it would really work in my kitchen. And it would be a whole new process to learn. And in the end, I thought, I don't really want to do this. So someone got a brand new dehydrator for a really good price and it's out of my space. I feel much better and someone can use it. They have a vegetable garden and they're really going to use the item. And that makes me feel better. And putting everything back in the closet, I found a much better way to put it together, much more organized and It just feels much better just being in my space, even though the closet doors are closed. And that's another feng shui thing is like, if you do have a closet in a room, close the doors, 
even my hallway closet with my coats I used to leave open and now I close that. So it closes off the energy. And at the end of the day, when you're finished your work, it's really good to close up your appointment book or anything that you have open and just really finalize your day. You're going from one thing to another. And so when you do your projects during the day, as much as you can, close things up, move on to the next thing. And it helps relieve some of that mental clutter and also the mental, emotional, and spiritual. So it all works together. So I hope that's given you some ideas and things to think about regarding clutter and decluttering. And I'd be interested to hear how that's going for you. Have a fabulous week. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed listening, please rate and recommend the show on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.